For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Football time and the all-whites are in the middle of two international friendlies against Australia, which are being staged to mark the 100-year anniversary of the first encounter between New Zealand and Australia. Thursday's 1-0 Australian win was the 65th time that these two teams have met, with the All-Whites winning 13, Australia 41, and the other 11 ending in a draw. Joining me today is former international and Wellington Phoenix legend who's now moved into coaching himself with Christchurch United Club, Paul Eiffel. Paul, thanks so much for joining us and and welcome to the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. Now, Thursday's 1-0 loss, but some some real positives there for the All-Whites, I I thought. How did did you see the game? Yeah, I I thought there were some positives. Um, I think one thing's for sure, we should do these sorts of games more often, Um, not just for anniversaries. I think it would be really... Um, beneficial, um, especially to New Zealand. I think it's hard for us to get uh, meaningful games. Um, and certainly, although it was only a friendly, I think there was a lot of feeling to it. Um, I thought it was pretty high intensity. Um, and I felt that felt we did okay. Um, I thought we built up really well. I thought the build-up play has, has clearly been worked on. Um, and, and we looked pretty comfortable on the ball, um, which hasn't always been the case you know, over the years. So I think that's a real positive. Um, I think probably for me the only negative was the lack of opportunities carved out. I think we got one from a from a long ball that De Jong was unlucky with and was probably pushed in when he was trying to shoot. Um, and kind of outside of that there wasn't too much. There was a couple of long range strikes. But I think when you've got somebody like Chris Wood up front, um, you need to find a way to get crosses into the box to get the best out of him. Um, he does a lot of work, a lot of the donkey work and a lot of uh, off the ball running and drags defenders away and then we don't quite manage to get him the opportunities that his work probably deserves. And, and on those games, it's actually been 11 years since we've played Australia. Is there a way to make these games happen more often or is it just the, the calendar's too full, they're in a different conference now? What, what's the answer here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's money, maybe it's timing. Um, I don't know, but I think the you know you look at the crowd numbers last night. I thought they were they were good. I'm sure the people are going to turn out in in Auckland. Um, you, you know we're looking at hopefully over twenty five thousand. So again, I think that that ticks the boxes. So it's a case of can we do this um, in terms of getting players back? That's the, probably the hardest bit. Um, you look at the players that are available because it's a win international window. The likes of uh, Libby Kakachi, Chris Wood. You know those guys potentially wouldn't be able to come back if we did it outside of windows so it would have to be a maybe an A-League based um, all-whites team with the better National League players now probably not as beneficial but still more beneficial than not having a game so um, could we get to that stage it would be nice to get to that stage yeah yeah absolutely and Look, the, t- the teams were pretty evenly matched on the stat sheet. 50% position each, 12 shots on goal for each side. But both captains at the end of it were actually disappointed when they were when they were interviewed. Is that a fair reflection of, of how you saw the game? Yeah, I think I think this is um, a pretty weak Australian side um, from, from, you know, over the last few years. I don't think there's any real out-and-out superstars in in that squad um i think new zealand are going along quite nicely i think it's a young squad 
um, that's sort of building. Um, you look at some of the players that are out there, they're, they're starting their careers, really, and it, I think it will stand us in good stead that um, if we can keep the, this particular group together and add to it, I think there's going to be plenty more to come. So I think the future is probably brighter for New Zealand at the moment than it is for Australia, and that, that maybe couldn't have been said um, a few years back. So I, I think we're going to go the right way. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see more chances created and, and, and taken. Yeah, and there's a, there is a nice mix in this New Zealand side at the moment. Was there was there anyone who really impressed you Thursday night? Um, I think Libby Libby down the left hand side always always impresses. Um, I thought yeah, Joe Bell again is someone who gives you a lot. I thought I thought the running in the midfield from um, from Garbett as well was um, was pretty good to see, and he links up nicely with Elijah Just. Um, you know they, they they came through together in the Olay Academy, um, and I think you can see that link up working well. Um, it's just trying to get those guys in and around. Chris Wood maybe a little bit more, um, so you've got that link up between uh, between the three rather than it being a, a little deeper. Yeah, you mentioned you want to see that finishing aspect of the game. We want to see goals on the score sheet. Are there real concerns in that area? I think it's now four straight games without a goal. I just think at the moment, and, and I think it's a thing in, in, in New Zealand, we don't produce um, centre forwards. Um, you know, we've had one of the best ever in, in Winton Roof for many, many years ago. Um, Chris Wood, we had Smelts as well in between, um, you know, out-and-out goal scorers. I think Woodsy is an out-and-out goal scorer, but my worry would be who's the next one coming through. Um, and that's a, a problem. Is Ben Wayne the guy to, to pick up the mantle when, when Woodsy does retire? Um, you know, hopefully we've got a few more years of him yet. But, um, yeah, who's going to be the next one? Is it Ben Wayne looking... Beyond that, yeah, you've got Kian Donkers, Oliver Colotti doing well in, in the under-19s um, at the moment. Um, but I think that's a, an area that we need need to look at as, as a nation um, and, and produce more more centre forward, really. Yeah, and that's that's a tough question as to to how to do that. And maybe with your coaching head on, you can you can think through that. You can be part <laughs> of what's I'm, happening I'm, I'm in there. I'm looking into it. Yeah, <laughs> certainly, we're, we're looking into it ourselves down here. I think it's it's something that. That is a miss. I think there's been a lot of um, work with within coaching at the moment on on build-up play, which is great, and a lot of teams are playing you know, playing really well and they can advance the ball. But ultimately, the the the, the, the big bucks is is the people that put the put the ball in the back of the net on a regular basis. And I think we need to start producing more of those guys. Yeah, and and I guess with your coaching head on, still do you do you like what Coach Danny Hayes doing? Do you like the style that the the All Whites are playing with? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think it's been good. I think we've, I think we've come on um, from, from what I've seen um, in, the, in the games that I've watched. I think we try and play a, a decent style of football. Um, we are trying to build up, and I think again, like I keep going back to, I think Danny has had a real go at, at making us a, a football inside um, that can mix it with, with, with decent international sides. Now, I think you know, gone are the days where we just had to sort of dig in and see if we could nick a goal I think we look like we're pretty comfortable in, in most aspects of the game so it's it's that final third which is which is always the toughest bit in, in my opinion you know again putting the ball in the back of the net is, is, the, is the hardest thing to do yeah and his contract is up after these matches against Australia so I'm hoping that we're going to be trying to do everything we can to to keep him involved because I agree I think it, it looks like everything's going in the right direction but it has also been Five years since the All Whites have played at home. What's what's Sunday going to mean to the guys? 
Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it's really uh, something that I look forward to. You know, um, I know a few of them are, are looking forward to it. Um, there's, there's nothing like playing at home, and again, we don't get enough games at home, so it would nice, be, be nice for the New Zealand public to get out and, and, and see some of these guys that they haven't seen for such a long time. I mean, obviously, COVID has, has definitely not helped in, in the last two and a half years um, with regards to that. But um, if we can get a really big crowd, and, and the boys um, will feed off that, I'm sure. I, I actually think we'll probably beat. Australia in this in this return leg, so um, it'll be nice to see. Oh, I love to hear it, and of course, it's it's Winston Reid. It's his last game for New Zealand. He's announced that he's retiring from international football. He was retired. Uh, he was rested, sorry, for for game one, so that he was definitely good to go for this Auckland leg. Does he finish as, as one of our greats? And what's what's been his impact? Oh, I think he's been brilliant. Um, you know, considering he came into the the World Cup in uh, in 2010, wasn't it? Yeah, 2010, um, kind of as an unknown last minute. Um, obviously, popped up with a with a really important goal um, in the in the one one draw at the World Cup, and, and went on to to West Ham. And you know, there's only been a handful of players from New Zealand that have ever played in the Premier League, and he went on to have a really really good career. I think probably when you look back, his his career was definitely blighted with injury. Um, certainly over the last few years, it's been really tough for him, but um, a real competitor, a real leader, and everybody I've ever spoke to about him has always said, you know, what a great guy as well. You know, a, a mentor in the change room, always takes the young boys, sort of young boys under his wing, looks after everybody. So I, I think he'll certainly be missed, um, you know, just as much on the pitch as off the pitch. Yeah, love to hear it. And and I guess last question for you: You've been heavily involved with Christchurch United. Have you enjoyed it? Has it been something you've you've really enjoyed doing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll always be honest, and it doesn't give me the same buzz as playing does. Um, but I I do like um, trying to develop players to sort of go on and have an opportunity at, at playing at the highest level because I think it's, there's nothing better than being able to go and do something and. You know, it's like any job you've got. If you if you get up in the morning and you enjoy going into work, um, well, I think that's you've cracked it. So there's no better job than being paid to go and play football. So that's kind of my message to the young fellas that we try and bring th- bring through. You know, give it give it your all now and see if you can get get an opportunity to do that. So yeah, that's what I enjoy more than anything. I think trying to give opportunities to others. Yeah, that's awesome, and and I can clearly tell talking to you. You're very passionate about the game, and I could sit here and listen to you talk football for hours on end. So we don't unfortunately have the time for that today. But thank you so much for for giving us a little window of your time to talk all thing all all whites, and hopefully they uh, they prove you right with a win on Sunday. Yeah, thanks very much. No worries at all. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.